everyone out there in Geek Vibes Nation. This is your friend Dane Alves with another enticing episode of Dane Rants. I got a whole show with a, a packed concept. We're going to be talking about the MCU. And obviously, a lot of you guys know, longtime listeners, I kind of got out of talking about the MCU in general. But a lot of cool news has pulled me back in. And with me are two guys that also have a lot of stuff to say, I would say, about the MCU itself. I am joined by the Kalina brothers, John and Joe. John, how's it going? Oh, Dane, how you doing? It's good to have, be back on the show. Uh, I know it's been a little while, but I, I'm real excited to talk about uh, this, these new updates. These new updates, these enticing updates. I like saying enticing. Joe, does the word enticing make me sound smarter? Enticing makes you sound muy inteligente, Dane. And I don't say that lightly, okay? Well, I don't speak French, so I don't know what you just said. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, so basically I think all of us, I, I can assume to say, we all got kind of burnt out with the MCU once Endgame was done. And um, now there's some, some reports, some news, and stuff that you know me, me and John have been talking about over the phone, and we're like, we should fucking do a podcast and shit. So that's what this is. Well, yeah, what are you going to say, Joe? Or John or whoever? Yeah, you know, I just got to say, you know, yeah, I, I told myself I'd never be back to talk about Marvel. <laughs> that I was done after Endgame. I, I mean, it was the Endgame, but, but I, yeah, the, the, the new things that they're releasing, it, it piqued my interest. So here I am. All right, well, let's talk about it. I think that we should kind of go into, let's talk about the multiverse and uh, the openings that they're doing within the television, Sony side of things. Disney side of things, you know, we have this awesome con uh, concept that DC's embracing where they're like, screw it, we got a multiverse, we're going to have Tim Burton's Batman and this and all that type of stuff because that's what comics are about. Marvel's like, here we fucking go, we're going to do this too. And we heard about Doctor Strange, obviously, um, it, being done by Sam Raimi, the guy that did the previous Spider-Man movies, I'll come back to that in a second. And, uh, it's going to be about the multiverse of madness, basically, and, and kind of exploring different things. And then on Disney's app, obviously, they're going with the Scarlet Witch show, which is going to also show that Scarlet Witch is going to be in Doctor Strange. There's rumors Doctor Strange is going to be in the new Spider-Man, and Spider-Man 3 is about, essentially, from what we know from rumor, well, I mean, it's pretty much confirmed, but not 100%, so I'll just put it that way, but it's going to be about the three Peter Parkers in movies. So you have Tobey Maguire's and what he's been doing in his life, Andrew Garfield, and obviously, you know, uh, Tom Holland. And I'm assuming they're going to put a bow on the stories of the previous Spider-Men, which is awesome by itself, but also give us the dynamic of having the three of them in the same movie. And like I said, Sam Raimi, who's doing Doctor Strange, who's rumored to be in this film, um, did the first series. So it seems like they're kind of Closing a bunch of stuff with Spider-Man, but also expanding at the same time. And I love this dynamic. I think that you should kind of say, screw it. If the audience can stay and figure out what's going on, I think that I think we're smart enough. We're, we're, most of us are geeks. We can figure out what's going on. And if you explore it and introduce it a right way, you know, whether it be Scarlet Witch's show kind of putting the groundwork or, say, Doctor Strange before we get to Spider-Man, and then it kind of like all comes uh, ahead. I'm, I'm excited about that. I'll, I have kind of questions involved in the Spider-Man aspect, but just a general, broad concept of the MCU multiverse and what that could bring later on maybe, even with the Fox properties and bringing back those characters. It opens up a lot of things. What do you think about it, Joe? I, it, it's kind of like John said, and I think you felt the same way, Dane. I felt burnt out, and you know, after Endgame, I thought to myself, Dude, I'm I'm done with Marvel. You know, I'm ready for something new. Uh, but they keep doing things that excite me. And man, I just remember right when we found out that Sam Raimi was doing Multiverse Madness, um, and that we were potentially going to get multiple multiple Peter Parkers from different universes. John and I called each other, and we were on the phone for like an hour, or like probably even two hours, just talking about how freaking awesome this is 
Um, Sam Raimi, I don't know, you know, how, uh, we'll, we'll talk more about that in a second, but, um, could be a, a really good thing, could be potentially a bad thing, but as far as the whole expansion of the universe to Dane with Fox, I, I would be totally cool with getting a, a classic makeover of X-Men, and I know we've talked about, you know, recast of Wolverine, um, possibly Shia LaBeouf, you know, which, uh, could be cool, um, but I would really be cool to, with seeing a classic costumed Wolverine, right? That might be kind of sweet. So, um, but John, what do you got to say? No, uh, I mean, there's so much to talk. That's what I was telling Dame, and we're talking yeah, about. Hold on, this. hold on. Yeah, I don't mean to interrupt you guys. I just realized something. I, I want to call myself out. I don't think I introduced Joe at all to the show. I, I kind of had to just do that. that. Sorry about that, Joe. Uh, it's not that John's my favorite brother out of the two of you guys, but uh, I guess I fucking forgot to do that. So this is Joe Kalina, and he just talked, and uh, yeah, I'm an idiot. So anyways, what were you saying, Sean? Um, yeah, we're the brothers, Kalina, by the way. I'm sure you guys know us. Oh, well, the Nerd Bros. The Nerd, nerd Bros. bros uh, geek Show. Very yeah. successful uh, for, like, two-day show. Very yeah. successful, yes. Very. Uh, we made millions. Um, yeah. But, no, I mean, I just... I feel like you could talk about this stuff all day because, to me, it, they just amaze me, the team that they have, because the creativity and genius that they come up with, like, is is mind-boggling. I, I'm hoping, honestly, that this kind of, like you said, it might be a little too complicated for non-nerds, non-geeks, but I'm kind of hoping that maybe weans out some people so they can, you know, I'm I'm afraid of them pandering to an audience that doesn't like comics too broad right that's been my concern since uh kind of like you know i don't know with endgame with like that and i mean i'll I'll probably get a lot of flack for this but like the the women part like the all women part is just there's just so little ridiculous like the pandering trying to get people who don't like comics into the comic movies and so maybe this multiverse like extra nerdism will wean out a little bit of people, and then they can focus more on the important stuff. But I think it's amazing that it's just like it was one after another, finding out all these things that they're implementing. Like, first it was WandaVision, and we were all like, that's cool. Um, you know, so she's creating, like, her own world where he's back alive because she misses him so much. And then they're just like, bam, 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 one after another uh, news that we heard. That was just uh, awesome. Where it's all connecting. It's like the next phase is finally here, and they have thought it all out. And can I add to that too? So yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> I'm going to add to it. Uh, and like you were saying, like Wandavision, we were like, okay, okay. But then, you know, I even Wandavision, I was kind of like, all right, we'll see. But then the trailer came out. Yeah. Man. And when I watched the trailer, it gave me chills. I was like, that's how you make a fucking trailer, like. Damn, I'm excited for it now. Well, it was it's so different than anything they've done, but surprisingly, it, it was different than anything that's ever been done to me. Like, it was very bold. It was a bold move making that trailer the way that they did. Because I think it freaked a lot I of people. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I also, and this kind of ties stuff in, too, is the What If series that's coming to uh, Disney+, Plus. Uh, yeah. that's going to be shell-shaded animated and going to explore kind of different stories like the What If comics did. Uh, one of them that they're going for is uh, What If Peggy Carter Became Captain America, like a lot of different stuff. I heard that one of the ones that they're thinking about exploring is like What If Tom Cruise was, was fucking, like that might be something that they, because Tom Cruise was supposed to play Iron Man originally, and then they got Robert Downey Jr. when he turned it down. Oh, so they're so, actors too? Well, th- that's what ties into the Doctor Strange concept. They want to really flesh this out and have these movies where they kind of jump or at least the Doctor Strange one might be jumping worlds, and we might see these little cameos and things uh, based on past. It's kind of like if uh, DC did the same thing, and they yeah. went to a universe where uh, Nick Cage was Superman, because that was supposed to happen at one point with Tim yep. Burton. You know, yes. same yeah. same type of concept. But I love I love the Spider Man stuff specifically because honestly, yeah. Spider Man is kind of like the Flash. They both always have to do with the multiverse within mm-hmm. their comics. Adam Webb. Yes, exactly, and I'm wondering if she's going to show up. But I like that Sony's kind of like they have they have a little bit of game with the MCU because they're like, if you want to use Tom Holland Spider Man, first of all, our characters like Venom, they're going to be a part of this. We want Tom Holland in this, 
And now it seems like this seems like Kevin Feige is all over this because he yeah. was a producer in the original Sam Raimi movies as That's well right. as the X-Men films. So, you know, to have the levels that they're doing, like having all the spi- – I love – and that's what I'm going to pass to you guys. I love the fact, and I already said this, that we're going to probably get a ending towards Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, whether it be him dying or whatever, or, you know, Tobey Maguire's. We're going to find out where they've been and what has happened. You know, I'm assuming oh, Tobey's yeah. a family man. He might not even be Spider-Man. We're going to see probably him and, and, and his, his, his life with uh, Mary Jane. And then Andrew might be more depressing ever since, you know, Gwen Stacy died. So those dynamics are awesome. But the rumor that it might be about being able to get the Sinister Six, and this kind of makes sense because it will be the three Spider-Men versus a multiverse version of the Sinister Six. Obviously, we know Electro's coming back from Jamie Foxx. It would make sense with Mysterio, how we don't really know if Jake Gyllenhaal's dead could be another one. The Vulture is in prison. Those are, but you know, Doc Ock, the original Doc Ock, maybe he didn't die. Like, what are they going to do when it comes to that? And how awesome is it that we're getting an ending to these other versions of Spider-Man before Tom Holland? Uh, John, uh, start me off. Well, yes, I mean, uh, again, I feel like I could go back. I'd like to go back, but, uh, just talking about how they're all connecting is amazing. But Spider-Man, I mean, it's something that we've, I think, just joked about for years now um, because they were both left unfinished. And it, it's tough because the fact that Electro is coming back, uh, he was still alive at the end of Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, right? Um, like he got away in his electrical wave or whatever. Weird choice to me, first of all to bring back, like, one of the most ridiculous freaking characters, in my opinion. Like, you know, you and me joked about it, how it's dubstep Electro, but um, I think it's going to be awesome. I bet they're going to bring back Sandman, because to me, Sandman still holds up, even though Spider-Man 3 is one of the worst superhero movies ever created. uh, Sandman was excellent to me, um, and he didn't die. So, Green Goblin did, uh, you know, Venom did in that universe... Like, really, Sandman's the only one who's still alive in Tobey Maguire's universe. And then, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Garfield, they'll probably bring back maybe not... No, not probably that Harry. Uh, I don't know, man. Maybe the Rhino from his his two. And then you got Vulture, uh, yeah. Scorpion, because um, Scorpion's just been kind of teased in Tom Holland's. And then Electro, and maybe they'll bring in Venom, too. I, I think that that'd be really wise of them. Uh, but... I think it's awesome. I'm just worried about the way they're going to formulate the movie. Like, I was talking to Joe. It, it would it'd be really annoying to me if they just come in at the end, like, the, the dimensions are splitting, and then it shows them, and they come in, and then they just kind of talk real quick and team up and beat them all or something. Like, I'd rather see the movie where it's divided up between each character. Like, it starts with Tom Holland's, maybe, and then it, like shows the whole story of Tobey Maguire. You know what I'm saying? Like, good 30-minute chunks of the movie devoted to these characters in their own universe before the dimensions kind of connect. Like, that would be an awesome story. Well, well, and this goes back to our conversation we had before, John. They need to take a page and get with the people who produced and directed and wrote into the Spider-Verse. Because that was executed beautifully. And it's like... We all said, Dane, and I think a lot of people in Geek Vibes agree that the Spider-Verse is, is the best Spider-Man movie to date. Um, just because it had everything. It had emotion. It had comedy. And you even got into the backstories of these different Spider-Mans. But, but in a, a really well-done way uh, that didn't seem too forced, but at the same time was fast enough to where it just made a really interesting movie. So if they could... Get that going. Um, that would be beautiful. I love that idea, man. And, I mean, that's the thing is, like, uh, the actors that they chose, like Nick Cage playing uh, Spider-Man Noir, I wouldn't even mind if they did, like, a live action of all of them. I know the rumor is that we're going to get introduced to, like, young child Miles Morales in some way in this movie. Uh, but, I mean, Shamik huh. Moore is a great actor. He was great in Dope. He was great in the Wu-Tang television series. Uh, is that you know, the guy I for- played him in the cartoon? Yeah, and he's the same oh. age as Tom Holland. They're the same exact age. So it's oh. like, just 
fucking have he's an actual actor and he's a really good actor he's been in a huh. bunch of stuff you know you might as well have him and i forgot the name of the actress uh, anyone that's a, a, a fan of the show geek vibes live kanan hates her um that's that's a joke she was in the she was in the transformers movie the new one bumblebee that was oh, actually yeah, really yeah, good yeah. but no one watched yeah, um, it was. She's good. been in a bunch of shit, um, but she played uh, Spider Gwen, and I'm trying to think of like anyone else that was in that. You know, they they could definitely. Oh, uh, Oscar Isaac in a in a, that little ending scene was uh, Spider Man 2099. So, if they wanted to, they could you know bring those in. But I love that movie. I even think I don't know who directed. I feel terrible. I went to a press screening for that. But it is one of the best made Spider-Man films, and they explore the multiverse within it. Um, to me, my dream scenario for the Sinister Six, and they would have to do, obviously, like you're saying, dedicate a chunk of the stories to Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, get us caught up with them. Because, I mean, I- I've heard the rumor, and this is a rumor, that it's going to be Green Lantern, or Green Green Lantern. That would be really fucking weird. Green Goblin somehow from, some, from uh, whatchamacallit, uh, the Sam oh, Raimi version, really? but that doesn't make any sense because Norman's dead and right. Harry's dead. So right. what I hope, it's Alfred Molina, we can find out that he actually survived as Doc Ock, because he's my personal favorite, and I don't know how they're going to do another Doc Ock. So if you're going to use the whole he didn't actually die card, I would rather them go with that. Um, Sandman, just do the originals, obviously. Electro. Uh, then you have you bring in uh, Mysterio, you bring in Vulture. The sixth one is supposed to be Craven, and there's a rumor that that mm. Craven's going to be putting this and branch out and do their own solo series like they want to do over at Sony. So mm. there's always that as well. But I don't know how the fuck you do Craven and just throw him in this within that's, this whole entire story. See, and that's that's what I worry about with that because it, that's kind of what. I think I mentioned that to Joe when we talked about it, that they'll probably try to force a new villain in, which they always try to do with sequels and such where there's still a surviving villain. They just add another character. It's like you don't need to add another character, especially if you bring in two old uh, universes. I really hope they don't do that, man. Like That would just be so silly. It needs to be focused on Spider-Man, the three Spider-Man, and that's it, and then the villains that they're fighting, you know? Yeah, and I agree. I think the only reason, or I think the, the w- along with the rumor was this is the concept that Spider-Man in this movie, Peter Parker, Tom Holland's character, is outed, everyone's after him, and this character that's introduced as the main villain, Craven, is right. after him for whatever money, I guess, and he becomes wrapped up in this whole entire concept. Right. So if, if they go about it right, they could do that, but they, you could say that for anything, any movie. Yep. I mean, right. Like that. That'd be that'd be a lot of devoted time they'd have to have for the villain to set his stage before even introducing the other universes. Um, so it's just tough. Unless, like, like I just love going back to because there's so many possibilities that it's already introduced in Wadavision and the multiverse. You know. Yep. I mean, it, the fact that they're going off three, like a whole show. And then a movie and this. I mean, they have so many outlets to introduce different things. So it could be possible. I don't know. I, I trust in Feige watching over everything. <laughs> yeah, because I don't trust in Sony that much no, at all. <laughs> not at all, dude. Joe, what do you right. think? And, um, I just, you know, like, I think I told you, Dane, when I talked to you a couple months back, uh, when quarantine hit, I went back and I just watched, binge-watched the entire series of uh, The Ultimate Spider-Man on Disney+, Plus, the cartoon. And I loved it, dude. It was one of my favorite. Like, I, I liked it even better than the 90s cartoon Spider-Man. I thought it was very true to the comics. And at the same time, it had its own spin. Um, and then, have you seen that show, Dane, by the way? Yes. That's the one that introduces the multiverse, right? They have like a yes, yeah, and, and it was so well done. And um, yeah, Craven the Hunter was in it. He was very cool, uh, and it had all these different villains. So I think, you know, if, if they stick, if they stick true to the characters like that, they can make it cool. And I would be really excited for Craven um, as one of the Sinister Six. So the other thing too they could do is if they're just 
going to go completely crazy and just have it be its own thing, I would almost be okay with them bringing him back Willem Dafoe because he's an amazing actor. He was yeah. the best Spider-Man villain to date, I think, in the, in the movies. And, um, and that would just be cool if they even had a different version of the Green Goblin, maybe. Um, the other thing they could do, of course, they're going to have some humor in there. They could have Toe for Grace as Venom, but just like kind of a one-off where he's there for a few minutes and then he dies, like just as a joke. Can Tom Hardy uh, Venom okay him? Yeah, yeah, that would be that would be cool. Something like that. Ooh, right? that good. <laughs> so and that's um, another thing is. Yeah, I'm sorry. What were you gonna say? Well, I was just concluding with that. Yeah, I did the whole thing, Tom Hardy's Venom. I, I potentially think that he could be, maybe since they're pushing him as a superhero, more so than even an anti-hero with the last one, they could also put him in this. But if they don't, this makes me think, and I'll kind of leave it as any final thoughts about this. I'm going to ask you guys a casting uh, for Craven, but also, like, who would you think could play a good one, basically? So think about that. And, and also... Could they make a maximum carnage? After they introduce carnage in the next yeah. Venom movie, could the next big event Spider-Man film be a maximum carnage? If they're trying that out, doing the Sinister Six in the multiverse with this one, are they thinking big, big future? John, what do you think? Yeah, I, 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 I'm not. No, that was a, a opposite of excited. <laughs> um, I, I'm just the carnage Venom thing is something that I, I can't get myself to get over since they made the decisions that they made. I feel like there's... You really hated that wig. I, oh, I hate that <laughs> wig, dude. I hate that. And, and, and the fact that they had the Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man, that was great, and then they made a separate villain movie of Venom, which would have been great if my original thought was that they were going to make uh, their own movies for each villain of the Sinister Six instead of, so basically opposite of the Avengers, right? Where it's just a movie about every villain, and then they come together to fight Spider-Man. That would have been great. I like that. Not doing that, but the, I just, so that's the first thing I hated, was that they just didn't incorporate Venom and Carnage into the Spider-Man trilogy because it could have yeah. been amazing. But the Kevin second Feige thing, second said, uh, big no on that, basically, at the time. <laughs> like, and I, I'm sure there's plenty, there's like tons of different decision makers and the reasoning why, but the second strike to me is the Venom movie itself and that they chose fucking... Uh, Trying to make yeah. him Deadpool? Woody, well, that, that, but also because they choose Woody Harrelson. Like, I love Woody Harrelson, but he is not... He was Carnage maybe maybe 15 years ago, but now... Like, the clear choice to me for Carnage would have been uh, Killian, what's his name? Cillian, you know, the dude who played Scarecrow. Yes. Cillian Murphy. Or, or, or. Cameron Monaghan. Willard. What's his name? Who? The guy uh, who played in Scream as the. Uh... Oh, um, no, that was my Willard. original choice. But he, he is a little too old, and, like, he doesn't really act much anymore. So, mm-hmm. it's, you know, but but Cillian is still very prominent, uh, and they've acted together so many times. They're both villains in The Dark Knight. Like, the fact, like, that would have been the perfect choice to me, because he looks like a nuts person, dude. Like, him as Scarecrow, when he starts going, like, really crazy... I, I just feel like they would have been a really good match. Like, Woody nope. Harrelson and Tom Hardy just don't make sense to me. I, I agree. And then there's one other choice that we would have had. And we've all, t- all three of us have talked about this before. Since we're on the topic of Batman, yeah. Gotham, homeboy who played the Joker. And That's what Gotham I said. Cameron Monaghan, man. Yep. Yes. And he has, he's already a redhead. Like, come on, man. <laughs> like, it's Dude, like, it was a weird choice, man. I really want to know what went into, like, the meetings they had regarding who they're going to cast. Like, how did they come to Woody Harrelson? I love Woody Harrelson, but, dude, dude's not Carnage. He's not. I'm going to I'm gonna hold my reserves to see the trailer. I just like that they got a new director. 
They're going for a much darker concept. And now Kevin Feige, they've mend fences between your shit's over there, our shit's over here, Tom Holland's over here sort of, but you just own him. So now they're kind of incorporating it. So I'm hoping, hoping that since they have people like Tom Hardy and fucking Michelle Williams and also Woody Harrelson involved, that it's not going to suck. But it's Sony, so it's 50-50 on this. I'd go go like 80-20 maybe. (laughs) Yeah, well, I I basically have faith in uh, the Lord and Savior, Kevin Feige, to some extent. Right, just to be like, yo, what the fuck are y'all doing? And and so to your original question, would it be awesome? Yes, Maximum Carnage would be freaking awesome, but they have not put enough backstory into Venom or Carnage relationship with Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Like, it would take at least two movies to do. And I don't think that they're going to be able to pull it off because Woody Harrelson's getting old, and I just yeah, uh, I just I don't I'd rather not see it at this point. Well, in movies, you know, movies already have to simplify the stories, right? Like Civil yeah. War, Civil War was sure. really just like a, a little civil fight, really. Like, I mean, yeah. compared to the comics, yeah, which was which was huge. But it's because movies are limited with time as opposed to having a series out. Um, but Sony, I think, is even worse at speeding things up through stories yep. than, than, you know, Marvel Studios. So that's kind of where the scare is. But it's almost like they stress out and get really anxious, and they're just like, okay, okay just throw this shit in there. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but, very cool that it's going to be tied to Doctor Strange, right, and the Multiverse of Madness, and Sam Raimi is on that. Like at first I thought Sam Raimi was directing the new Spider-Man, but then I heard it's Dr. Strange. Dane question for you. Are they going to, I know originally with the first Dr. Strange movie, they were talking about it, making it the first horror esque Marvel movie, but then they did not go that way, which was fine because it worked out well, but are they, is that what they're going to go for? Wait, multiverse of madness. Are we switching to Dr. Strange now? Oh, is is that okay? Or did I, <laughs> did I just like? <laughs> it's pretty much part of the same conversation. We'll we'll add this wrinkle and then we'll end the conversation about Spider Man to move on to the other things. But to answer your question, um, what I know, and it's so weird because Scott Derrickson, who I love as a director, he's a horror director. He made uh, Emily Rose, yeah, and then he made Sinister, and. Sinister was a movie because Emily Rose was all imagery. It wasn't a lot of like jump scares at all. It was all just mm-hmm. a fucked up concept. Yeah. It was a courtroom drama about an exorcism. But with Sinister, the studio, he kind of got annoyed because the studio got involved and made him add jump scares that he didn't want to add in the movie. Uh, and with he had an even bigger problem with Disney because they sold this to him as a horror movie, and then they made him basically make a Disney movie that was kind of horror in concept. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Sam Raimi can straddle the line between those two really well. I mean, he made all those horror movies in the past with the Evil Dead series. He worked on Spider-Man. So as a director, I'm hoping that he can have that level of scariness because the villain that's supposed to be in it is Nightmare. And Nightmare is who fucking Freddy Krueger is based off of. Wait, Uh, they announced the villain already? I didn't know that. Well, it, I mean, I shouldn't say these are 100% official because Disney's not run with it, but it's supposed to be him and Baron Mordo, who is played uh, by... Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Damn it, I can't remember his name right now for the life of me. Uh, but, so, Nightmare is supposed to be the main villain. Nightmare is a extremely powerful character that... He's a living embodiment of Nightmares, basically. So, I would assume they're bringing in Sam Raimi because he can tow that line, basically, Joe. Hmm. Okay, and and very cool because I mean, we're I think it's safe to say that we're all Evil Dead fans here. Or, uh, you know, Evil Dead, Army of Darkness, such great fun movies. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how he incorporates that. Well, the San- so are we on the San Raimi talk now? Yeah, we can talk about San Raimi. I just okay. are, I guess we're we're done with the Spider Man stuff. Well, what? I mean, yeah, I mean, ask, go with anything else you were looking to talk about, I guess, um, with it. I, I, I think that's pretty much it. I asked you guys about Maximum Carnage. We kind of talked about the apprehension behind that. 
I, my, my, my question was, who did you want to see cast as Craven? But, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Um, I could see, even though he's been in a Marvel movie already, I could kind of see Colin Farrell being a good Craven. Yeah. <laughs> I like that a lot, actually. Uh, he looks weird with all the prosthetics as a penguin, but if you strip him down back to his normal look, yeah, he could be a, a pretty damn good. Yeah, I like that, Joe. I'm going to actually say... Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who is Negan. Ooh, yeah. That'd be cool. That would be cool. It, it, what is what what is, is what is he? Craven. South American, I think. South American? Right, James? Ah, uh, he's been everything, man. You could make him any fucking he's uh, been British. He's been he's been pretty much fucking any type of look or concept, so okay. but yeah. What what did you want to what did you specifically want to talk about with Sam Raimi, Sean? Um, I just I wanted to just I don't know, it's just such a weird choice to me when I when I found that out. Um it was like I don't know, Sam what has he done lately? Like has he done anything in the past 10 years? Well, he did that that horror film after Spider-Man after he's done with that for fun called uh, Drag Me to Hell. Yeah. It was a pretty fun movie. It was very Evil Dead-esque. Okay, I never saw it. You never saw it? Dude, it was, it was pretty fun. You should huh. watch it. It's got Justin Long in it, too. Well, other than that, what, Dan, has he done anything lately? Because it was, a, it was oh. such a left out, out of left field, and I feel like it was like, okay, we're getting Toby back. Can we get Sam Raimi back as well? Or maybe it was opposite. You know, like, let's get some fans who used to love... Marvel and kind of got sick of it with all this new age stuff and see if we can bring them all back. Now, that's just kind of the feeling I got because, yeah, Sam Raimi has done horror movies, sure. But to me, I mean, like, I didn't see Drag Me to Hell, but it's like his horror movies are still cheesy as hell. Like, I don't see, you know, Benedict Cumbersnatch, like them zooming in on his face during like a really intense part, all cheesy like the way that Sam Raimi does, you know? Or like he puts the cloak of levitation around him and it's like a up close shot like he's like you know the way he does with the ash he puts on his chainsaw and everything <laughs> yeah i i would as i would assume um i'm trying to think basically like drag me to hell is a good example of where he can go with this and still okay. make it scary okay. um but even like a story like Darkman with, uh, what's his name? Uh, God dang it, the guy from those phone call movies. Liam Neeson, where mm-hmm. he was like a superhero, but it was also a horror film. He's always been really good about those elements. You're right. The thing is, I, he has not made a movie since Drag Me to Hell, and that was 2009. Oh, never mind. He made the Oz Great and Powerful back in 2013, but that's it. So they're going with him because he's known for horror, but he's also known for, you know, comedy. It's, I mean... Can tell because Kevin Feige was a producer. Those Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies kind of have a similar feel to a lot of the MCU movies in a lot of ways. So I'm assuming he's going to make it scary in certain scenes, but not too scary. Like I, right. Drive Me to Hell would be the best uh, way to interpret his horror sensibility more so. Because okay. originally that was scary. It, the second one, and obviously I'm in darkness. Right. Why not? Right. But uh, Drive Me to I'll Hell. Was- drive Me to Hell, and I'm like. I'm excited about it, but I'm I'm also kind of, I guess, numb because yeah. I was excited about the first one when I heard that it was it might be a horror movie. I was like, damn, that's a great idea, and then it w- wasn't. So I'm like, is this gonna be? I mean, I hope it is, but if they do it in the sense of, I think my my the best comparison to my expectations from reading the comics to reality was the last Spider-Man, uh, Far From Home. Like, the way they did uh, Mysterio and that one scene was exactly what I always wanted to see from not only Mysterio, but Scarecrow in Batman. Like, that, it was so awesome and so well done. I don't even know the director on that movie, but if they can translate my expectations of a horror Doctor Strange movie that way, then then, yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, my, I'm wondering, Joe, and I wonder if you think the same thing, is if, 
and this this could be not bad, but like the sensibility and the tone will be more like a Cabin in the Woods type of movie, uh, yeah. because that that seems like it's something Sam Raimi would do. Like, what do you? Sorry, I said Joe. What do you mean by that Cabin in the Woods level of comedy horror, of, like towing okay. the line between that? Basically, fun. Yeah. it's fun at the same time. Yeah. Yes. Um, for sure, and that would definitely go hand in hand with Marvel and the Marvel humor. Um, and guys, I do apologize. I do have to leave in a few minutes abruptly because one of my buddies is about to be here. Uh, but could I, I wanted to add something about Spider-Man before I forgot. Uh, add it. So one of the things that I'm most excited for with that they're getting the, you know, Toby and Andrew back and they're going to have them with Tom Holland. One of my favorite things is it's going to be just so awesome for for everybody because every so many people that i talk to like have a different opinion on who was the best spider-man and you know it's not really it's it's pretty balanced out like you know i could talk to you know 30 different people and 10 10 each 10 of those 30 will think that a different spider-man is the best one we've had so far if that makes sense, you know, it's pretty well balanced on, on, cause I, even on the internet, when I look at uh, comments on who's the best Spider-Man, like people, you always see, it's never just everybody's voting for one guy. Like, you know, a lot of people think Toby was the best. A lot of people think Andrew was, and, and me, I think, you know, I think they're all the best in their own equal ways. So it'll be really cool just to, have that factor too and just pull in those different um different people for that nostalgic purpose for sure yeah i think you're right i think you're right too i had somewhere to go with the conversation of what you just said but i can't remember what the hell i was thinking about (laughs) um yeah well it's funny like kind of more as this conversation unravels like I'll think of things that I oh yeah I remember I I need I'm gonna say this so but yeah I had to get that out there before we finished well yeah that's it but the multiverse the fact they added that they're connecting all of them makes it for a, a very detailed and extensive conversation for sure I think I'll end it with this in my opinion it's kind of mapped out in my head. And you would think that sometimes it's not good to do what you think is going to happen, but I would actually have no problem with this. I think Andrew Carfield's sure. going to be eating a bullet out of the three of them Whoa. and save everyone. And Ooh. that Toby is probably going to be retired at the time, get pulled back into being Spider-Man, but going back to being retired with his wife and family afterwards. So Tom you, Holland is the only Peter Parker Spider-Man, basically. Do you think that because of the beef between Sony and Garfield? <laughs> No, not necessarily. I just think that, I mean, I hate to say that because, like, what, he seems like he's going to be the depressed Spider-Man. I mean, when we left yeah. him last, that would be his cool. life sucked, he his girlfriend died, yep. you know, and he had I, to deal with Rhino, played by a great actor with a horrible <laughs> fucking Russian accent, and Paul Giamatti. Who, uh, do y'all think, now hear me out, do y'all think that they are going to somehow have Miles Morales in the mix with this. The rumor is cool. the rumor is he's going to be introduced as a child in this, so he'll be like younger, but mm-hmm. it will just open him up as a character within it. Um, I That's cool with me, and I also, like I said, I'll throw out that if the final battle, all of a sudden like a portal opens up, and it's Shameik Moore as Miles Morales from Enter the Spider-Verse, and him and Gwen end up, like, evening the odds, and they take them on. I'm getting really sweaty and geeky right now while talking about this. It will be fucking awesome if it's, like, all of them, like, yeah! Like, you know, but... We'll see. That's hoping for too much. I shouldn't ask Sony for too much at all. Right. Don't next kind of movie, or or John's going to have a stroke. Damn it. (laughs) I got to run, guys. All right, Joe. All right, Josephs, you have a good one, buddy. And there he goes. Well, it's just me and you now, John. Are you? There's only a couple more things to talk about. 
Yeah, those would do it. I mean, that was the bulk of it for sure. I think that I kind of want to talk about this very unfortunate concept that's happening now with Netflix is going to be done with the rights to all the Marvel characters they had. They already obviously, this year they announced officially all these shows were canceled, Daredevil, Luke Cage, um, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, and Punisher. All of them are done. We're Defenders. There's nothing like that. We haven't seen uh, Kevin Feige grasp trying to grab them. He wants to reintroduce them. But I'm going to propose an idea to you that I don't think is a long shot, even though a lot of people do. Um, obviously, Daredevils and Punisher are probably the biggest cash cows out of them. Punisher is harder to do because of the graphic nature of the concept. But to not take advantage of having Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin, of, of not having Charlie Cox as Daredevil, and John, um, wow, I can't think of his fucking name, uh, John Bernthal as the Punisher, that really is just a level of stupidity. I would love, and I'm not saying necessarily get Rodriguez to do it, but have like a Sin City-style movie. Don't do it like black and white, but more of that stylistic concept where you have many stories going around that are all going to meet up, sort of, and reintroduce these characters with these actors as these characters. Don't really go too much in their backstory. If people want to perceive it as a Netflix show, they can, but it doesn't really have to go too much in depth with it. Just give, like, the basics. And do a badass detective noir-style TV show with a lot of – or not TV show, movie with a lot of inner monologues introducing some of these characters, mainly Punisher and Daredevil, so you can branch those movies afterwards. But I still think you should use the same fucking actors. I don't understand why that has to change. I know that technically it wasn't in the MCU, but – I'm sure you thought they were in the MCU, like I did, you know? So you're saying that they are going to make a movie of the Defenders? Like, that's for sure? No, I'm, no, I'm, the, the only one that, that, that's mainly being talked about doing is Daredevil. But yeah. I'm saying I would love, like, a Rodriguez or even a Zack Snyder, someone that stylistically got that concept of making those, like, Watchmen, like Sin City, but, like, do it like it's a comic book right out of it, and have them reintroduced that way. Don't go too much in their backstory and have the same actors playing them, basically. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, to me, would be... <laughs> I mean, that's, again, there's so many different op- like decisions that they make. That would, be, that would be amazing. To me, that would be the easiest, like, to get everyone into it. I mean, you wouldn't have to change anything, and it, it would be a really cool stylistic movie in itself and i mean honestly i wouldn't even like i just personally don't think exploring anyone else besides daredevil and the punisher is worth it but showing that and then having them in the back pocket which i still think they have you know that's the that's the problem with that idea is i to me they're still in existence like they should just pull from there if they want to use daredevil or uh jessica jones in a movie you know, but of course they're money grabbers, so they're going to try to make as many movies as possible. Um, but I definitely don't think they need to change the actors, like 100%. Charlie Cox, I mean, no one can replace him as Daredevil to me. Nope. And I don't know how you're going to do Kingpin as good as D'Onofrio, and he's a huge actor. Yeah. He's been in plenty of Oscar-winning movies, right. for Christ's sakes. Yep. It, it's astounding to me. Like, I know the show sucked. We all knew it, you know, but still, Charlie Cox, I mean, Daredevil was, Daredevil is a great show still, and Charlie Cox is amazing, and so was Kingpin, I mean, I, I don't know, it's one of those things where they really shouldn't try to replace them anytime soon, but I know they're going to, but then again, I thought that about Spider-Man, and I guess Tom Holland is awesome. It's true, it's definitely true, I think... Like I said, I think I told you this. They could still make like a Heroes for Hire show on Disney Plus with Luke Cage and Iron Fist, and have Jessica Jones involved in that because she's she gets married to Luke Cage. You want to explore them? I'm not saying I think Luke Cage technically, you know, being another African American superhero, you could probably make a movie out of those characters. But the only yeah. ones I see showing up, actually, Punisher with the rated R concept is going to be hard to get around. I don't know how they're going to yeah. introduce Deadpool, even though they want to. Daredevil is the only one that makes a lot of sense. You could have Punisher that plays a character in that, you know, but still kind of toe the line. But 
getting rid of these actors, it just does not seem intelligent. Now that there's no contracts involved, Jeff Loeb's not involved in television division anymore, they, Netflix is not involved, you can still have the same actors portray those characters and yeah. just do them in a different way. It just seems like a waste. It is a weird thing when they do when they decide to do these kind of changes because I feel like everyone feels that way, you know? Like, I feel like everyone feels the same way we do. But yet they're going to change it. Like, I highly doubt they're going to keep the same actors, you know? It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Well, I think that's pretty much all I wanted to cover outside the Black Panther stuff. Oh, well, I guess we should talk about this. Um, I'm going to throw a confirmed casting for a character that me or you don't really know that well, and a reported yep. actor being involved and who he could be, uh, and I think you know who I want him to play if it is true. But uh, Oscar Isaac, love Oscar Isaac, think he's a great actor. Regardless of Poe Dameron, the Star Wars movies, he's been good and <laughs> solid in pretty much any film I've seen him in. Even that really shitty film from Zack Snyder with the girl in the fucking asylum, that was terrible. Um, God, I can't remember that fucking terrible movie. Uh, he's playing Moon Knight, and Moon Knight, all I'm going to tell you, it's about a dude that finds an artifact in Egypt. I know that, Mark Spector, and he's an archaeologist, and he, it taps into his brain, and he kind of gets a multiple personality, but he's basically like a crazy Batman, but he's a good guy. Yeah. So I don't know if I, he's comedic or not, you know, or if it's like split. Like, I have no idea what level they're going to do it, but Oscar Isaac's a very developed actor, so I'm assuming, John, that it's going to, it's, like, don't take it in a silly direction, is what I, don't do it like Deadpool, basically. Yeah. And I read a, a little bit about him, too, since I, same way, I mean, I've seen him in comics, but I never really knew his story. Um, and I did see that there there's a good chunk of his comics where, there's like two versions of him. Um, for a few decades, I guess they did him where he did have a different personality, like where it's an actually disorder, um, like schizo. But then there was a few decades, and I think that's where we're at now in the comics, from what I remember reading, um, that it it's not really a split personality. It's like he he just pretends or something. Like it's not really. That he's crazy. Uh, what? So it'd be it'd be it'd be interesting to know which direction they go with it, because I think the split personality disorder thing would be awesome, where he's so flawed because he can't control these other personalities. But um, and the other thing was his superpowers too. Apparently, there's different versions of him where he does have superpowers, and then versions where he doesn't, and it's just he's. He is crazy, and he thinks he does. So it's like, I don't know. It, it, it still seems so up in the air to how they're going to make him in the cinematic world, you know? Yeah. So he's kind of like Batman meets Two-Face, sort of. Yeah, yeah, which, which could be cool. I mean, that idea is super cool. If, like, even superheroes who are trying to ally, in with, ally with him, like, can't get a grip on what he's about, you know? I mean, that would be an interesting interesting concept. Well, speaking about people that can't grasp their minds sometimes, or at least maybe he's just putting on a uh, performance for all of us, I sometimes thinks that we're Shia LaBeouf's, like, little science project. Yeah, on Twitter recently, it. he's been putting hate me, love me every other day, and as so many people fucking reply to it. So I think that we're, like, his little social experiment. Oh, I'm yeah, fucking he, spit some bars, though. That's all I gotta say. Oh, yeah. Yep, I've seen that. So, wait, he's been posting hate me, love me? Every other day, he posts either hate me or love me. <laughs> taps. Hmm. Whatever. He, well, he's, with he's all... Of, yeah, and part of those problems, apparently from what he said, was trying to get out of Disney when he was a kid and kind of being... After that. holes, basically, trying to get out of his contract and get and be able to become a successful actor and also kind of wasting a lot of his teen years, obviously, within doing Eden Stevens. So, but apparently, there's talks for Shia LaBeouf to be playing a long-term character within the MCU. So, you know, obviously, my mind always goes, well, uh, not always because it's now just happened, but 
with him being a part of that, with his dynamic of being able to take on intensity, with his dynamic of being the right size for it to me, uh, if he bulks up even more, it's even more perfect. I want to see Shia play Wolverine. And I know that some people think I'm fucking crazy for that. And I get that if you haven't seen a lot of his movies, like how dynamic of an actor he's built himself as. But I think he could handle it. It's just, would he want to be tied down for X amount of movies? Or is this rumor all a bunch of bullshit, basically? And who do you think, if it's not Wolverine, who do you think that Shia could play uh, in the MCU? So it, it, so it is just a rumor so far? He hasn't actually announced it? Yeah, he has not announced anything. Okay. We're, we're, we, we, we gotta, we, I gotta make sure with a lot of this stuff that I explain to people it's a rumor, and they don't go trying to, you know, share a Screen Rants right. article about it and some shit. Yeah, well, that's what I'm, I'm, I wonder. That's interesting because, like the thing with Disney, I would be surprised if he signed on to another big company like that. You know, I mean, well, shit, it's Disney. <laughs> the same company. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and like get tied down again. Um, that would be surprising to me but um i mean no wolverine i think would be perfect when you first said that like a while ago i thought it was crazy but looking at it more i think that it'd be perfect and seeing him now he is pretty big but he's still you know a little short and i don't know i think it could work if it wasn't wolverine shia labeouf god i i can't i can't even begin to fathom who he could play, honestly. Um, I don't know. I, I just see his goofy self. It's so hard for me to see a serious version of him, even though I know there is. But you know what I'm saying? It it would take yep. a lot for me to see who he could be. I don't think if I, if I didn't see Fury, which I saw in a bunch of movies where I thought he was excellent in, Lawless. True, but yeah. if I didn't see Fury and his performance and getting that intense with it, I don't think this ever would have came to my mind. Uh, it was specifically that movie that it made me think about it. But other than that, that's a weird question. I mean, technically, this is going to be fucking crazy. What if you made him Craven the Hunter in this next Spider-Man film? I could see it. I mean, he's in, he's a devoted actor when he gets into character. So the thing is, with, with people like Shia LaBeouf, I could see him as almost any character as long as makeup and the directing does their job. I could definitely see that. It's an interesting thing. Tying it all back together. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but who, if he does play someone, I hope that he can get along and everyone can get along and we can just have a good <laughs> performance. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's a weird one. Um, let's finish this out with the last thing that was kind of confirmed today. Uh, we're doing this on a Monday. What's the fucking date? It's the 17th of November. Uh, Marvel turned down a rumor that was started by my, one of my favorite people over in the Twitter uh, section and YouTuber, uh, Grace Randolph, who one of her quote-unquote sources told her that Black Panther 2 would be shooting with a 3D, I don't know what the fuck you call it, like it's digitally imposed Chadwick Boseman, uh, and they would fi- figure out a way to, like, I guess have him killed or die within the movie before they went into that, and they shut that down pretty much immediately and said that is not happening. That is not the case. Basically, they're not going to do what Paul Walker, what they did with Paul Walker in the last Final, or what, Final Fantasy. Fast, (laughs) Fast 7, whatever the fuck movie it was. Uh, But what, what do you think they're going to do? That's what I want to know. Dude, me me and Connor, my son, were talking about this earlier this week. And it's, I just don't know because, so that, I didn't hear that um, CGI superimposing thing um, before you told me today, so I'm glad I didn't hear that because that would have been, that's ridiculous. Um, so to me, it's like, it, but they can't just not talk about him ever again. Like, first off, I don't think Black Panther 2 is happening. Like, I I don't personally think, that. have they announced that they're doing They're Black saying 2022. But yeah, that's gonna I just, be because they can't replace him. First off, like that would be, that would just be a slap in the his dead face. Like, in my opinion, you can't replace him. He's already Black Panther. There's not much you could do to me. Like, you'd have to have the superheroes who are still left in this universe 
like celebrating his death or mentioning that he retired or something. Like, I just don't think replacing him is an option. That's crazy to me. The only person in the comics that have been Black Panther aside from him is Suri. But I think they were thinking maybe long term that could be a possibility. They definitely didn't want to fucking do that now. But I don't know what else you do. Um, I mean, I guess you can introduce that concept. So the original, the plot for this next movie that was revealed, well, Andy Signore, I trust him. I've interviewed him. Uh, He was talking about his channel. Uh, apparently what they wanted to do was what was rumored. It was going to be about Namor attacking Wakanda with the Atlanteans and that conflict between the two of them. Now you can't really do that, obviously, so they're going back to the drawing board. And I love – I forgot what her name is, but I love Suri. I just don't know – I don't know if I really want that. And who else you get to play – you can't recast T'Challa. T'Challa has to be – Chadwick Boseman. There's no fucking way you can right. get another person. But like you can't. Uh, like, what are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? I don't know. And honestly, when it comes to the death and handling that concept in the story of how to go down that route, you know, I think that there's something poetic. Um, and they did this with the with uh, Captain Marvel, the original character, Captain Marvel, when he was. I think they did this in the seventies, days, and they've kept him dead in the comic books since then. As a point, but there was a story called the death of Captain Marvel. I mean, this guy fought Thanos. He saved like planets. Um, he was basically Marvel's equivalent to Hal Jordan uh, with the Green Lantern. Um, and this is before, obviously, Miss Marvel and 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 all that. Uh, but he died of cancer, and that's what Chadwick died of. And it basically the concept was: it doesn't matter how badass of a hero you are and how you can survive battles. Unfortunately, this is something that inevitably can happen. And I think that if you're going to kill T'Challa in this off-screen, maybe you should just go with that. Instead of him having a battle or something, I mean, it's depressing, but that's how reality is, and maybe it will set the tone to make the story better, you know? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, that that would that could work. It'd be. I don't know if that comes off disrespectful to people, but I feel like that would be respecting his honor, almost. Yeah, me too. That works. It would the thing about it is it would take another it would take like you know the first half of the movie to explain that and for them to mourn uh, to me long enough to be respectful but I don't know it's 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 a tough thing it's t- I don't know what they're gonna do I'm, I'm interested to see it though fucking sucks man such incredible casting and just a great actor and a great man in general yeah. Um, I can't believe that he had that level of cancer while filming, and not only that, doing like Make a Wish Foundations, going to hospital with kids that had cancer while you have cancer. Like, dude, my he, God, he, man, God bless him. He's awesome because he became immortal. Like, he knew if he could just pull it off to play the biggest black superhero for just a little bit, that he would become immortal instead of just falling into obscurity. You know, and it's yep. all. Awesome pretty awesome <sighs> it's kind of sucks to end it on that note but i think that's the last <laughs> conversation about uh the mcu but hey we got a nice little hour show john uh i thought we had a lot of good topics joe was here i forgot joe to introduce here. him yeah that was fun that was fun <laughs> god damn it Ah, oh, god but um yeah any any closing thoughts you have like jerry springer's final thoughts or anything like that Ooh, nothing Nothing that I can think of, but if I think of something, I'll call you. Um, <laughs> otherwise, that. I guess uh, what what what's the next thing we're looking like as far as the multiverse? When's that coming out? Like, when's the first edition of that? Do uh, we know? I, mean, I think it's twenty twenty two, man. I think that we're gonna have to wait. No, right? I mean, what about WandaVision? That's not coming oh. out in twenty twenty one. No, that that comes out. I think that we're gonna be having. You know what? I should probably just be fucking professional and look this up really quick because i'm sure people can tell me one division release date all i had to get to was d it doesn't have a date right it just says 2021 i think december 2020 was supposed to be it yeah um, moving back to early 2021 so i'm gonna assume this is gonna come out pretty much and and i'll get a disney plus account uh for that because yep. i have temporarily for the Mandalorian. I can go back to not having one. 
And just like the Warner Brothers thing for, for Justice League, the, the Snyder Cut Chronicles or whatever the fuck it's called, you know, then I can finally get it and get rid of them again after I'm done watching them. There you go. There you go. See, and then and then we'll we'll round robin with that when it comes out. And uh, and I want to be on the next Cobra Kai one too. Absolutely, we'll get you down. I can't wait until that show comes out too. Yep. God yep. Woof. Exciting. All right. Well, uh, I think that's the episode, guys. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode of Dane Rants. John, thank you so much for joining. Say goodbye to all the lovely people. Oh, bye, lovely people. You, Chris, pretty much every time I say that phrase to anyone, they say that. Anyways, um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Keep on checking out stuff. I got the wrestling show, Wrestling Geeks Alliance, that I record on Saturdays, usually get up by Sunday. Go over everything wrestling-wise. I got these Dane rants out. I had a one that I did about Ari Aster and uh, auteur directors with horror. Um, so check that out for the last Dane rants. And, uh, yeah, you guys have a wonderful day. Peace out. And let the geek vibes be with you. All right, guys. Have a good one. Uh.